Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Joe, what's going on? And what is going on, as I always ask, out there in T-bomb land? Two brothers, one Mike land. Uh, wow. Here we go again. Season three, episode three. And moving right along, uh, I think a fantastic show today. I think I say that all the time. Uh, but, uh, Joe, you know I say that all the time. Uh, doing rather than announcing. What does that mean? And there's a question mark there, I would say. Uh, because uh, it's not it's not that announcing first is always in the wrong. Uh, it's that you have to look at the situation, and I guess everybody's different, right? We're all different the way we handle situations. So today we're going to talk about, you know, when is it good to do rather than announce? When is it good to announce first before doing whatever it is we're going to try to accomplish in terms of goals? Um, I tell you what, Joe, you mentioned this film before uh on an episode and i can't remember which episode it was uh on two brothers one mike but it was a 2006 film the pursuit of happiness where uh will smith and his son jaden smith uh both are in this movie right and we talked about this movie for uh i think other reasons uh but obviously this movie can relate to this particular show today and the reason why is I just picked this one line out that is a, a fantastic line in this movie. Uh, anybody who hasn't seen this movie, um, I, I don't want to get into detail about what the movie is about, but there's a great line in the movie that, that again, relates to, to the, today's topic, doing rather than announcing. And there's a point in the movie when, if you, Joe, did you see the movie? I think you did see the movie. I did see it, but it's been quite some time. But um, it, it was really so well, it was so good that that... Was it a true story? I remember it. Yes, yeah. definitely yeah. was. Okay. And and so you remember the, the concept of the movie and what he was going through, basically right. trying to sell a product of his while living on the streets with his right. son. And then I believe he was working for a stockbroker firm. He was doing an internship for free. He wasn't even getting paid for it. Right. Um, you know, and so and so the movie's fantastic. But and the fact that it's based on a true story is even more makes it more fantastic. There's a there's a line in the movie though. Uh, when he and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but basically when he says to his son, who may be how old in this particular movie, I don't even seven. I don't even remember how old he was in this movie, but he says, you have to protect your dreams. Telling other people about them only brings criticism when they get angry because they cannot do what you were doing. And so you can kind of see from that line where I'm going in terms of why it can relate to today's show. And we're going to bring that up again uh, later on in the show, maybe actually closer to the end, but where that line plays such a big role. Uh, in, you know, and, and just to throw in my – you know I have to throw it in there. Just to throw in my 70s and 80s feel good, right? I got to feel good about the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. I got to throw it in there. And so – Another thing that that makes me think about this show doing rather than announcing and sometimes announcing rather than, you know, doing first is one of my favorite one hit wonder songs till this day. It's still on my listen. It's on my workout list. It's on my it's on it's on my iPod. 
uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's on whatever device you want to put it on now. It's in my Apple iTunes or whatever. whatever you, leave people. It, you, you don't leave it in your CD player. I don't have it in my CD player anymore. And I don't, I, and I, my tape cassette, I lost my tape cassette. Uh, it was in my boom box and I can't find that either anymore. But, but Matthew Wilder, and it's only one song, right? It's a one hit wonder, mm-hmm. break my stride. And I'll tell you what, there's a great story behind that song as well with what he went through and how he almost didn't make it and how that song turned him into a phenom uh, overnight. But uh, break my stride. Nobody's going to slow me down, right? Ain't nothing going to break my stride. Nobody going to slow me down. Whoa, no. I got to keep on moving. And so to be able to do that, do we announce and then do, or do we do and then announce? So that's where we're at right now on this show. And let's get, you know, let's dive a little deeper into that right now. Uh, When we're talking about doing rather than announcing, there's a few different belief systems, right? And so one common belief is, well, let's look at announcing first. So let's look at announcing what we want to accomplish and then going after it. So when you're announcing goals, that, that puts, what does that do? That puts a lot of pressure on you to achieve them. So don't want to let everyone down and let's go after it. Now, some people have that personality, Joe, when we're, you know, when we announce first, I'm going after this particular goal, whatever that goal may be. Sometimes that type of pressure, depending on your personality, could mean that announcing first is okay because you don't want to let yourself down. You don't want to let the people around you down. So once you make that announcement and all eyes are on you, it's now time to go after whatever it is you said you're going to go after and you go after it. It right. doesn't it, always work that way. It sets right? an accountability uh, uh, for you. You know, you, you, now that you said it, you got to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, let me give an example. And I'll do it from uh, from an athletic standpoint, from a sports standpoint. Uh, let's go with free throw shooting in basketball. If anybody remembers Larry Bird, okay, there I go again, 70s and 80s. If anybody remembers Larry Bird, if you don't remember Larry Bird, I, I don't know what rock you're under regardless of age. But um, one of the greatest free throw shooters of all time in the NBA And so uh, I believe, Joe, that he made a career end approximately 89% of his free throws. Now, when you think about that over a a decade career at the free throw line, making almost 90% of your free throws, uh, that's quite the feat. Let's just put it to you this way. The great Michael Jordan made 83% of his uh, free throws, and that was a good percentage. Uh, over his career, his uh, span. So uh, Larry had that title. Now, Stephen Curry, who all our Generation Z know, and a lot of us know, for the Golden State Warriors, he currently is still playing and has almost a 91% free throw percentage. Hmm. So <laughs> if he finishes career out, you know, and, and Stephen, if he stays healthy, can play several more years yet. He's got a way to go. And so it's going to be kind of hard to do, but the way he's shooting right now, period, free throw line or not, uh, the guy's phenomenal. He's remarkable. And to think about that, you know, there, there's an example right there. Now let's say, uh, let's take it from, away from the NBA and let's go into a younger level. Let's say you're an eighth grade basketball player and your free throw percentage is about 72%. You look at your team and say, when we get into our freshman year of high school, between that point and by the time we are seniors, I promise you, I will be shooting at least 85% from the free throw line. So you want to up it up anywhere between 12, 15%. Uh, Now, 
there's an example of announcing before achieving. And maybe you feel that that kind of pressure on you to not only, you know, do yourself justice, so to speak, but also to not let your team down over the next three or four years and how that can, you know, help so much uh, when you're shooting free throws from the, from the charity stripe there, that, that makes or breaks you in a game. Uh, it could definitely be the, the, uh, the decision-making process in the game of whether or not you're going to win or lose. So when you make that kind of goal and that kind of commitment before you actually accomplish it for some people, that puts you what days and nights, hours and hours at the gym when nobody's looking, shooting them free throws until you can understand what you're doing wrong with your form, your technique. Maybe you hire somebody, a free throw shooting guru, a retired Larry Bird to come in and help you, which boy, would that cost a lot of money? But I mean, so, so you, you have announced the goal and now you're going after it. Therefore, there's, there's an example of announcing first and then going after it. And for a lot of people, that's the way, that's the way that they, they like to go, right? Uh, why do we believe this? Well, you know, a lot of times when you announce it first, it makes you feel, you know, a sense of accomplishment. You know, you, when we talk about social media, Joe, you're talking about the thumbs up, the hearts, that emoji with the little dude hugging the heart. I don't know what that one actually is. It's maybe a little more than a heart. It's a little more care. Is that the caring emoji? It actually is the caring emoji. Okay. Well, how about that guess? Um, You know, all the go get them, the pat on the butt, the pat on the back, go get them. And so some people, some people like that. It increases the adrenaline. It makes you feel good. It ignites you. It gives you what I call momentary motivation. Some people use that to drive towards their goal. So I get it. I understand that. And there's a, you know, there's a ton of research uh, that shows this to be true. Believe it or not, there's a ton of research that says announcing before doing can do you some good. And I know that, you know, even in the last show, we, we did a little bit on the research, right, where we went into what the research was all about. Here's the thing I like about this particular show right here. Folks, we don't have to give you all the research study. A simple Google search will get you wherever you need to go when it comes to understanding, doing rather than announcing or announcing first before doing. Uh, you just type that into Google search and you'll see so many different research, uh, research developments out there that what I like about this is are in layman's terms, very easy to understand, not very lengthy. They're not 65 pages long. Um, it, it just, it, it's very easy for the everyday person, the average Joe quote unquote, to be able to read and understand. Whereas when we do some other research studies where there's a lot of stuff going on in terms of, you know, uh, you know, biochemistry and, and different, uh, researches, uh, the study of human movement and so on and so, so forth. Uh, some of the terminology, uh, sometimes we like to talk about the research on the show because we like to break it down in layman's terms because nobody's going to go and read 70 to 100 pages of that. So look up the research and understand, you know, from, from a uh, announcing and then doing standpoint, and you can do it from both sides. You can do it from both sides. And that's what's fantastic about this is when you look at these studies, it does work sometimes. Now, from a lot of that research comes the belief that telling close family and friends what you are doing keeps you motivated. So when we talk about close family and friends, we're talking about immediate family and friends. So if you're talking, you know, to your mom and dad about this podcast you're going to start 
and uh, the things you want to do with it and, and what your, you know, what your motivation is behind it and what your mission statement is. And, and you, you keep talking to your, your parents about this and you keep talking to your sister about this and you keep talking to the, your closest friends who are like family about what you want to do. And you keep it in that little circle right there. A lot of times what happens is when you meet up with those people again, you know, the very next weekend or, you know, days later or on the phone, they ask you that question. So how's it going? How's your venture going? Where are you going? How's it been? And so you get to talk more about it, which drives you more, which gives you more motivation in the moment, right? Which we just talked about. And that drive, that motivation to, you know, do what you said you want to do is there for you. And that works for people sometimes. It really does. And so there's that. There's the announcing before doing and the argument for it. However, there's another side. There's that other side. There's always two sides, two sides to every coin. The one that I don't, you know, I hate to say it's the one I lean on the most, but it is, but not always, definitely not always. And that's the, you know, doing and then announcing those who do not announce their goals. And, and what, what is the reason for that? And it's kind of strange because, again, you can find these these studies that are in favor of doing before announcing, which is the title of the show today. And just like, you know, just like um, just like announcing before doing, they're so easy to understand. So make sure you Google those particular studies as well and just get an understanding from everyday people. And they talk talking about what it is that why they do it the way they do it when they're going after a certain goal. And. I saw this in one of the studies. A lot of people were saying the reason why they do not like to announce before they do is because they feel that it's on the same – they feel it's on the same wavelength as giving personal information out, which I thought was was very interesting. They feel like it's, it's something that is theirs, and they don't want to talk about it with anybody. Um, you know, it's kind of like this is my baby. I don't want to talk to anybody else about it. And I'm going to tell you a little story later on about what I think they're talking about when they say that. Here's another reason why people don't like to basically announce before they do the malooch jinxing yourself, right? You don't want to jinx yourself. You don't want to say something. And then what takes place, Joe Murphy's law, which states anything that can go wrong, will go wrong. Will you will go wrong. And so there's that big fear and, and, and know some people have that inside them. It's the, you know, it's the same people that will do certain things like keep the same socks on until their winning streak is broken. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, some people just feel that way. And so the jinx, the malooch is out there and I don't want to announce what I'm doing until I am on that road and it's happening. And I could begin to make those announcements. So there's that, you know, they, you know, the feeling like the, the go get them comments, are enough to satisfy you or another. It's another reason why. So there's a lot of people out there that once they, once they make that announcement and Joe, we did talk about this briefly. And I want to say it was in the show, the best you, but I may be wrong. Um, and what we talked about was sometimes um, from a psychological standpoint, from, you know, your mentality, when you see the thumbs up, when you see the likes, when you see the go get when you see that, that emoji, that bicep, that arm, you're strong, you got this. It's almost like you're satisfied with that right there and you move on to the next thing. It, it, that was enough to satisfy you 
And then you move on to the next thing. You lose interest in what you were doing because that actually satisfies the subconscious, makes you feel like you've already accomplished something. And people say that can't happen. It does happen. And so think about that, folks. Think about how many of you have announced things on social media that you were going to do and got 200, 250 likes and hearts and 75 comments about go get them. You got this. And think about, are you still doing it? We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Okay. So, so understand that as well. Now, and there's that. And then, you know, last but not least, uh, from, from my standpoint, Sometimes all that pressure, you know, that pressure is too much. Some people love that pressure to go ahead now and not let themselves down and let those down around them. Some people cannot handle that kind of pressure. They don't like it. It bothers them. And so they, they don't know how to handle that failure in the moment. And therefore, they don't want to announce right away. So there's that. Now, you know, this particular group can also... They can also be ultra-focused, and what I mean by that is laser-focused on their goals. So when they are focused on their goals, they don't want to stop and announce what's going on. They just want to keep driving and keep going and you know, until the end game is achieved. And once they get to the point where the end game is achieved, which means they're ready to make that announcement because it's already in process and things are going in the direction they want it to go in, that's when they make the announcement. And again, there's tons of studies out there which prove this theory. Uh, They prove it to be true, uh, just like the other theory we talked about has been proven to be true. And again, folks, a simple Google search will find these studies that are extremely simple to understand. Hey, Tony, before before we move on, uh, just a couple of things. So one, with the uh, uh, announcing before doing, like I said earlier, you know, I I think a lot of people will do that just for the mere fact of having the accountability the accountability there, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, now they kind of feel like I'm one of these people. I need to kind of be forced sometimes where I know that at times I'm going to feel like, man, I, I, I know I'm going to lose my drive in the middle of this. I mm-hmm. know that it's going to get difficult. And now that I've said it and I have people backing me through it, now I kind of need to do this. should sound very familiar to you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll yeah. talk about that in season 18. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and so that said, though, I, and that's one of the reasons why I have to do that, because I know that there's going to be times where I need someone to kind of give me the push. And the other uh, on the other end, you know, um, which is the doing before announcing. I also like to do this thing where and I've done this in other uh, facets of my life, other other you know job opportunities or whatever, where mm-hmm. I will accomplish something. And it's more of a surprise. Hey, look what I did. Hey, you know, you know, that thing that that we were doing, look what I brought this much more to the to the game. You know, what OK. I mean? Right. And, and so um, just kind of as a as a surprise factor is something else that I like to do. And also bonus, if you don't <laughs> succeed in that, you didn't tell anybody. So nobody knows you didn't succeed in that extra thing you tried doing. So there's that too. But, and I, I know where we're going next with this. And I definitely have something to say about that as well. The, uh, I believe there's like a hybrid model or something here that I was saying. Well, yeah, we're going to get to that for sure. We're going to get to okay. that for sure. But um, uh, basically trying to understand how both theories can apply, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't just discount. We can't discount one one aspect you can't right. you, you know what they say in an argument it, it's not an argument and we're going to talk about this when we talk about social media so let's not get too far into this but in an argument ladies and gentlemen and we're going to mention it again you cannot argue your point without acknowledging the other opposition opposition's point 
Yep. If the opposition is ha- has an argument, you must acknowledge it. You must acknowledge that you understand where they're coming from to a certain extent and then present your argument as to why you disagree, which is why social media is a joke to me yeah. because we don't do that. But That's a major tool in, in any debate, uh, like debate team. or de- The number one thing you need to do is first debate the other side. And yes. s- just so you have a clear view of what it is that they're trying to say, what their complaints are. Right. But regardless if you think they're right or wrong, you have to put yourself in their shoes and debate for them first same thing. right i agree and, and plenty to talk about when we get on that that show uh but you know moving back into this one mm-hmm. uh understanding how both theories can apply all right so it's completely understandable i completely understand how certain personalities become more motivated when announcing before doing some people do want the pressure of needing to know you know or are now put their, you know, the old adage, put their money where their mouth is, mm-hmm. so to speak. That is what people want. I said it. Now I have to do it. I have to put my money where my mouth is or someone will tell you, okay, is that what you're going to accomplish? Well, then go ahead and put your money where your mouth is. Exactly what I was saying yeah. before. I, I kind of need that. Right. So, uh, and here's the thing. These people also are not afraid to fail. Uh, that's a huge thing for these types of people. Mm-hmm. They're not afraid to fail or if they fail. Now, this doesn't always hold true. But there's a lot of times where they're, they come in with the mindset, I'll go ahead and announce it. And if I don't get it, I don't get it. I move on. Whereas some people, they don't feel that way, right? right. But these particular types, a lot of times, uh, more than not, they are not afraid to fail. And now I also understand the other group. They kind of enjoy the uh, ta-da. Oh, that's <laughs> you know? exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. to speak, yeah. Look, sure. look, look what I accomplished. You know, uh-huh. and and okay, so maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but yeah, you were just talking about that. And when yeah. you said that, I was like, I'm kind of going to talk about that in a minute. Sure. And yeah. I, he's like, you know, you, Joe is enforcing what it is I'm going to bring to the table here. Yeah. But um, so that being said, it's not necessarily ta-da, but it is. Um, you, you, there's that, there's that, they don't want to say anything for fail, you know, fear of failure, right. but when they accomplish it, mm-hmm. look what I did. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And so, and so some people, it fits, that fits them perfectly. Mm-hmm. They truly believe announcing puts this undue pressure on them. So, and they don't want that undue pressure. And, you know, it's, it's satisfying to the point sometimes for also, uh, of being enough for them, regardless of accomplishing the goal, which I just talked about. They don't want that. They don't want that satisfaction when people start coming up to them and shaking their hand and telling them, good luck. You got this. This is going to be a huge thing for you. This huge venture you're going to get yourself into. Uh, I I saw your post blow up on social media. And and so they don't want that because that's not that they know that's going to be a, uh, it's going to be enough for them to say, uh, I, I'm happy. People are, are rooting for me. I feel good about that. I'm going to move on to the next thing now. Mm-hmm. And, and folks, again, subconsciously that happens. So, and it has happened to all, so many of us, maybe not all of us, but so many of us. And so you can even take that, you can even take that one step further when they're getting all that acknowledgement and their posts are blowing up and everybody's that now it's even that much more pressure. It's like, Oh God, if I fell now, I'm like specifically felling these people that are shaking my hands. You know what I mean? Now you have a right. face that you're, uh, that goes along with that filling and it can make it all the more, all the more, I don't know. I wouldn't all the more, uh, uh, Difficult. Let's, let's say it this way. It could create all the more pressure, I guess yeah. what I was trying to say, yeah. um, that you didn't want in the first place. 
Well, let's Joe. Uh, let's just give an example here. And I, like like we always tell everybody, we stay transparent here. We don't mm-hmm. have time to go any other direction. Think about when we're looking at the analytical data. Uh, analytical data mm-hmm. for our show. Think about sure. that. Okay. Sure. Some shows were like, "Whoa, we're blowing up through the roof!" Right? It's like uh, every we. But and so, listen, folks. There's some shows where we're like, "Whoa, here we go!" And then there's some shows where we're like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Uh, and then all of a sudden, here we go. And so it's it's an up and down. But you have to also understand that, you know, we look at this also as a learning experience where we can see, oh, this is what they want to hear. This is not what they want to hear. This is what they want to hear. And so we learn. And the more we learn, the more we slowly change what we're doing. And we talk about this with each other. We don't announce <laughs> uh, and we're going to talk about subdivisional goals here in a little bit, uh, which is when you have a goal going that you've announced, but there's little subdivisional goals within it that you do not announce until you are ready to announce and right. so on and so forth. But so there's just an example of um, we've, you know, veering away from, you know, the announcing first, uh, so to speak. And but not only that, but the lack of fear of failure, because there's certain shows that do, I mean, in our mind's eye, uh, we're looking at it, it's like, wow, that did not do so well. Yeah, we're just not we're learning. Right, yeah. right. We, yeah, we're yeah. learning that that's not a direction to go. So, yeah. I mean, some you people can't might, be afraid of it. Right. Some people might look at look at the data and go, you guys are upset about that. You yeah, know, right, and, right. And, and, yes, we are because we have a certain goal in mind. We have a right. mission. Right. And so, and so we have to sometimes dial ourselves back and say, okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. We're, we're, we're 11 months into this. Let's just calm down here for a second. Right, right. Yeah. And, and then the, sometimes I'm looking, just, wow, you know, the, look at this, you know? And, and so there's the highs and lows sure. and, and there's that. Right. But um, that being said, a little bit uh, of both, I think works in life. And that's where this hybrid model comes in right. uh, that, that we talk about. So, you know, here's, here's my opinion. Times when we are announcing, uh, they may be beneficial and also understandable, ladies and gentlemen. When you are looking for a promotion at work, when you're talking with higher ups, or even when you're going into a situation, Joe, uh, and this is not—I say it to Joe, but I'm saying it to all of you. When you're going into an interview, you cannot hold back on what your goals are for the most part. How would this sound when you go in to, for a promotion, let's say, to at work, and your boss says, "Where do you see yourself in three years?" and you say to your boss. Well, I can't really announce that yet. I don't really <laughs> want to tell you. Uh, that will not fare well in that particular interview. Am I right or am I wrong? I think it'll fare well in your farewell. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah. it, right? So, yeah. so I get the announcing before doing in that situation, uh, for sure. You know, when when you're studying for college entrance exams, you know, ACTs, bar exam. Things like that, it's understandable that you're making certain announcements as to what you're trying to achieve in that in that particular situation. Uh, it's completely understandable. Um, so there's that. But you know, when we go to the other side, there's certain ventures you may be getting into. Uh, and again, going back to the pursuit of happiness with Will Smith and Jane Smith, um, when he says, sometimes there's people out there that get angry with what you're trying to achieve. And the way your drive and your motivation is because they can't achieve what you're doing because they don't have that drive. They don't have that motivation. So sometimes you got to, you know, you got to keep it on the hush, on the down low, because they'll take 
or try to take from you not only your drive with all the naysay and the negative and the hate, but also they will try to take from you what it is you're trying to accomplish by using your idea based on all the hard work and effort that you've put into it. And I can give an example of that right here, Joe. At work, working for General Motors, folks, I could tell you this. We have a suggestion process that is in place. And you can do this both on paper, you know, manually, or you could do it electronically. You can go online and do this. And the suggestion process is, is very detailed in which you, as a worker, see a process in front of you. And regardless of what the engineers have implemented and put in place, regardless of what your team leaders and your group leaders have in place, you as uh, someone who is right there on the front lines, as this vehicle is being put together, see something that can change to make throughput and quality go up. You can then write out a suggestion process on this form, or again, type it in electronically on the site that's provided to you. And you can implement this, not implement it. You can, you can uh, submit this process to your higher ups. And if that process is accepted, there is monetary reward for that. Okay. I've been a part of these processes on several occasions and they work. However, some people do not like when some people have great ideas and are innovative and they are trying to accomplish something to make throughput better, to make quality better. And the haters, quote unquote, and the naysayers, another show, by the way, Joe, quote unquote. And we, I think this is what, six shows in a row now that we've come up with other shows. But um, uh, they get uh, itchy fingers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And when they get wind of what you're doing, yeah. there, there, is no, there is no legal recourse because there is nothing etched in stone. You did not... Um, you did not, what's the word I'm looking for? You, you don't have the rights to this particular process that you're implementing. Uh, and so that being said, suddenly you see the process implemented a year later. It's because somebody from union or management has taken your process and implemented it. And that ladies and gentlemen is a situation where you must do before you announce and make sure that you have the right people in your small circle to make sure that you do this the right way. So some some goals are at times announced, you know, and and before they're done, and this is this is what happens. Uh, so there's that, and there's one other thing when it comes to this particular thing doing before announcing, you know, when uh, and we I just I just uh, gave a you know a little bit of a summary to it or a little bit of a prelude to it uh, earlier, talking about subdivisional goals. So for example. Ah, you're going to start a podcast. Hmm. And when you're going to start this podcast, you discuss it with the co-host and you say, do we announce right now? And you guys both decide this is not a good idea to do because we don't want to do that yet for so many different reasons. And I think we've talked about a lot of those reasons in this show already. So what we want to do is let's get ourselves gathered. Let's do some research. Let's see what direction we want to go. Let's start to do shows and listen to them ourselves. And then once we have a group of shows put together and we like the direction this may go, we see something is there that we can go after, then we'll announce it, which is exactly what we did. Now, since then, 
there have been a ton of conversations between Joe and myself about subdivisional goals. Those are goals that we've dis- discussed where, where do we want to go next with this? We don't announce them too, too much. We don't say too much about them, but those goals are within the bigger goals. And we have decided based on our personalities and the direction we're going, that those announcements don't come until they are etched in concrete, etched in stone, so to speak, not etched in concrete. Who says etched in concrete? Um, etched in stone, so to speak. I would speak. say probably mason workers, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably do. Shout out to our mason workers everywhere out there right now. So, you know, that being said, so there's those also, there's, you know, there's those reasons to keep things back, so to speak, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was saying before about this whole hybrid thing. Now, to me, uh, the way that I look at it is is trying to keep things more general. If you want to announce something to give you kind of that push, if you if you do it, in it look, I want to lose weight by the beginning of this year. Yes. You never said it was five pounds. You never said it was 20 pounds. If you have lost weight, then you've, you see what I'm saying? But yes. when you're like, uh, I'm going to lose 63 pounds and I'm going to be etched out of stone and I'm going to change every, everything. First of all, that's way too much change at one time. But beside the point, (laughs) you're saying you're going to do all this in a year. And and now, you know, again, and I've said this so many times, you're setting yourself up for failure, Uh, not only because you're putting so much you is there so much change you're trying to accomplish. But now you're also creating all that pressure from other people, whether or not they're sitting there watching you or not, you're going to feel like they are because you're the one who's putting it out there. Um, You know, and so, again, it's just I would keep things more general and just say, hey, listen, you know, uh, starting even if you want to do the new year new me thing like i said i'm not totally against that because that's one of those things right you announce it before you do uh but saying that you know i'm going to start getting uh i'm going to start making healthier choices starting with the new year and do that and you don't ever have to announce anything you know when you want to announce that when you've lost the 60 some pounds and you do it before or after with a big old buddha belly and the other one's got a nice six pack now now look what you did now you did before you you almost did before you announced yeah. Because no matter what, now you have like this ta-da moment because nobody, you fell off of social media. Nobody even knows that you existed. Believe it or not, nobody remembers your post from, from six months ago, seven months ago. No, they uh, don't. No, they, they really don't. So sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't even remember your post from six or seven months. Oh, I get the memories come yeah, in. I'm like, I'm I? like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I, I, sometimes I see that. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever said in my entire life. <laughs> but, but I, I mean, seriously, I don't even remember saying it. So, you know, delete right? Disconnect. There it is. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in staying along lines with the show, announcing before doing, uh, let's announce what we're going to be doing next week in our show. We're going to be uh, bringing back Ron, the pharmacist, where we're going to talk about pre-workout supplementation. We talked about this in last season, I believe. Yes. Yes. And said that this is something I wanted to talk about next with him. I I think it's going to be a great show. He has Um, a ton of, he has a ton to talk about here. So do I. So it's going to be a fantastic show when it comes to this particular supplementation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, on behalf of Coach Tony and myself, thanks for listening. Be the best you out there, everybody. And Joe, Matthew Wilder, in terms of one-hit wonders, 
number five all time. That's how big that song was. Really? I don't you think know it's crazy. Even... No, I, I didn't even know the, the, the song. I didn't know it. I didn't know the title to it. And then when you started saying the lyrics, I'm like, oh yeah, oh really? Yeah. I, I... Well, that's a dis- that right there. That, that you now. I didn't know who sang that. He's a one-hit wonder. So I mean, uh, he's one of the greatest one-hit wonders out there. I, I guess mean, so. I number five. So that's that a, makes sense. That's a disservice to Matthew Wilder. I, I, I hope he's okay. No, okay. I don't. I don't really care for. You should know exactly who sang that one-hit wonder when it's ranked in the top five. Okay, I'm going now. All right, I'll talk to you. This is ridiculous. All right.